Hey everybody, welcome to Street Fight Radio. Glad you're here. Wednesday night, time for a street fight. It's the basement show. We do it every single week. Uh, we've been doing it now for like, what did I always Eight years? Coming on eight years. It's Christmas time. For those of you looking on the live stream, I'm in a festive outfit here to celebrate uh, very early the holiday because I uh, get a lot out of it. <laughs> 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 uh, celebrating it because you know I love it. I get tons out of it. It feels great. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about it later because it has started. Um, for those of you that don't know, my name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby. This is Street Fight Radio, the number one anarcho comedy radio show on any station across the nation. Started out here in the basement, Brian and I figuring out the world as ignorantly as possible. Took it one step further to a call-in show every single Sunday at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WCRSFM in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, you can call in the number 614-412-5252. It's on 92.7 or 98.3 if you're inside 270 here in Columbus, Ohio. Turn your little radio dial. Add it to your presets. There's lots of good shit on there. You don't want to miss out. And you can listen to the show live. You can also listen to the stream WCRSFM.org. You want to get bonus content, we just recorded an episode of the Street Fight Sharks. Wait, Street Shark Tank, right? Something like that, yeah. Street, Street Shark. Shark Tank. These names are getting so unwieldy. I like them. <laughs> I but know. they're like the word soup of, of our life, you That's know? That's true, yeah. Street Shark Tank is a combination of your favorite... Ninja Turtles ripoff from the 90s and the um, show Shark Tank. So we had Drew, Drew Toothpaste. You all know him. Uh, married to the Sea, Toothpaste for Dinner, also runs a website called The Worst Things for Sale. And every single day of the year, for several years now, he has posted... Shh. Oh. Shit. We gotta switch the mic up real quick. Which one is it? It's the is one it the, two that, boys? the eights. The eight. I got it. We're on. Sorry. Okay. So we're gonna fix the mic here. It's fixed. Perfect. How you doing? Pretty good. I was going to say, go to patreon.com. You can get, get access for $5 a month. You get bonus video. Basically, it's like watching TV with us. And it's a lot of fun and very cathartic to scream at billionaires and stupid people. Yeah, billionaires and like small. That, that, Shark Tank, this is the first time I've ever seen it, was tonight. Is the perfect combination of everybody's horrible. Yeah, it's all it. shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nobody on it is good. There's it's no wonderful. redeemable person. <laughs> I didn't know it was that like, like because undercover boss are there are people for me to root for right undercover but I'm not rooting for anybody no nobody Shark Tank I found out is mostly bozos really that don't know how to run a business and it's like I've already lost a hundred thousand dollars trying to make dog paint happen and I just need like three hundred thousand from you. And I think I'll get it right. Yeah, $300,000. I know. Get dog out of paint. Here. When you guys see the dog paint guy, you're going to be the maddest people I, I, ever. Yeah. Oh, well, um, I got uh, some fun stuff tonight, but I think I want to open this show with something that uh, has, has kind of been piling up over the years uh, or over the past few weeks that we haven't totally gotten to yet. We may have mentioned it a few times. We haven't been doing the call-in show because we've been busy working at like doing not doing live shows. Yeah. And we will be live this Sunday in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We're doing a fundraiser for the Socialist Feminist 
caucus of the DSA. Yeah, and raising money for the abor- abortion fund there. Yeah, just abortion stuff. We're just going to, believe me, it's pro-abortion. We're, we're yeah. doing something that's pro-abortion. <laughs> right. That's generally our I'll, beliefs. I'll get you, I'll get, I'll get it, the, all the information, but go ahead, Brian. So, I, I guess that's a perfect place to, to kind of come in. So, recently in Columbus, or in Ohio, they the Republicans are working at the end of the year. I don't know if that's just a normal thing where they do their most heinous stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is where they just go for their Hail Marys. Yeah, so... And they can kind of show how crazy they're willing to get without, like, after the election happens, right? Right, yeah. This is the furthest away from the next time they have to get reelected. Right, You know. Right. So the Republicans are very good at, like, getting their things through that they want to get through. They're not like the Democrats. The Democrats can't make anything happen or don't want to. I don't know. I, you know, I tend to look at it both ways. Sometimes they do seem inept, the Democrats. Yeah. But they also seem like, uh, they're not doing anything. Well, I mean, I tell you, it would, I, it would be one thing to say, no, the other one, (laughs) it would be one thing to say that, Oh, you know, the Republicans, they really like crack the hammer down on down on us. And then like the Democrats respond with something crazy, but they they really don't because they're always trying to make deals with the Republicans. Yeah. Bipartisanship. Yeah. They're like they don't hit them back as hard as they hit us. No. So in the recent weeks, there's been a number of bills that have gone through Congress. I'm going to start the first one. Brett probably knows more about it than me. He's looking at me like, no, I don't. I don't know. The heartbeat bill. Uh-huh. You've spoken to people about it. I haven't really had any conversations with anybody about it. I think this one is safe. Um, it's not going to happen, but it is definitely an indication of where they're, how bold they feel right now. Right. They're sending a message. I don't think they, the, the, the fact that it, it's going to get vetoed and it's not going to happen is good. I don't want it to happen, but this isn't just about doing getting it to happen they have done it every year they've done it for the past few years as well oh really yeah they just every year they're like let's try that abortion thing again. yeah what's going on yeah there's been other heartbeat bills that have been presented in the last few years i can't remember the last one was i just want to say it was two years ago i feel as though we're living in a new battleground like that is like texas basically or kansas those places where these radical republican agendas are put into place and kind of, you know, tear them apart. I know in Kansas, they cut taxes so much that they can't run the government anymore. Like the state government is barely able to run because they're not char- they're not charging rich people taxes, basically, you know. Yeah. But I want to I'm, I'm going to also I guess I'll start this first. We, we just the heartbeat bill is just one of these things. And there's a lot more that are sending messages too. and and like, you know, I, I want to talk about. What they're trying to do, what they're what they're saying with with these things. Okay. Um, so this is one that this is the one actually that got me to like think about this because the heartbeat bill, like you said, I I know this wasn't the first time that's happened, but I every time it's it's scary because you know it one of these like times it, it could work. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You, yeah, it definitely can happen. Yeah. So uh, let's let this is from 614 now, which is just a little blog in town. 
After Kroger announced its plan to phase out single-use plastic bags and transition to reusable bags across its stores by 2025, some Ohio lawmakers are trying to stop municipalities from doing the same. The Republican sponsors of HB 625 and HB 210 say the state as a whole should decide on a ban on or fee on disposable plastic bags to avoid a patchwork of regulations from local governments to local governments. Okay. Opponents of the legislation believe business owners at the community level should have the right to decide for themselves whether to implement a ban or a fee. Though, HB 625 is scheduled for a committee hearing later this month, which month which could result in a vote. So what this is is you there will be they're making a law basically that none of the municipalities can make laws against plastic bags. Right. So that it never gets done is what I assume it is. And it's also like just that is a message. They're saying something with that, you know? Yeah, I mean, they've got to protect the, the small, the bag, the uh, plastic bag business. That is right? the business we should be least protecting right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm cool with cut, cutting them off. I mean, everybody has so many reusable bags at this point. I have a sea of them. Right, Kroger is talking about we need to cut it by 2025. Know, and like, I'm like, just cut it tomorrow. Yeah, just stop just, doing them. Just don't give people a week or two. <laughs> Why do you got to be weaned off of them? What yeah. is the thing here? Right. I mean, they could honestly, dude, they could just give people for the first month. They could just give people the goddamn reusable bags. What, they can afford it. What kind of a weird, what kind of a weird government regulation is that too? Or it's like, no, 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 you can't decide to stop selling bags you, locally. Yeah. You can't do that. Because they don't, they say it so there's not a patchwork of regulations, but I'm going to tell you right now, if you own a brick and mortar business that people shop at and can get plastic bags, then you can know. It's not like you have to learn every different place's policy on plastic bags. You have to learn one place. You're not yeah. going anywhere. Right. It's such a bullshit like, reason. If you're a plastic bag salesman, you don't go to the counties where it says plastic bags are banned. You're going to fucking lose your hat. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I'm saying, like, okay, you're, you're I open up. a plastic bag salesman. Yeah. I open up a business selling fucking 3D printed bullshit, you know? And, like, um, I open this business and I'm selling all these things. And they're like, no, pla you can't sell plastic bags here in this municipality then it is not my concern. All I care about is that municipality because that's where my store is. Yeah. I don't care if like another county does yeah. the same thing. What does that have to do with me? Yeah. Which shows you that this is really just a reason for them to be like, no, we like plastic bags. Yeah. Because that's all their, their whole philosophy, dude, on the environment is just like, let's fucking take it down. Yeah. Is how it feels. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also like the, I'll have five straws with my drink type reaction. That we're having now, where people are like, "Oh, y'all don't, you guys don't like plastic bags when they're bad now. Uh, they get caught in the ocean. You're gonna make a sad video about it. These fucking millennials hate plastic bags now. Yeah, what are they trying to fucking do? This bullshit. Yeah, they did. I just there's no no reason to have them anymore. How about that? We've survived as a world before plastic bags and we can survive as a world without them. Back to maybe, burlap sacks. Maybe just fucking do something just once. Just do the minimum possible amount 
to try not to destroy this planet. Can we do that at mm. least? Like these Republican guys that like roll coal. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. fuck you. Just fuck you. Yeah. Why? Why do you have to do that? And it, really it is, as everybody says online, their whole philosophy is triggering the libs. And that's what I like want to get to with these, these new laws. It's like, sure, maybe they won't pass, you know? But all of these say something a little bit different to the people that live in the state. Yeah. And it to well, the rest of the, the country, too. We do live in a swing state. Uh, maybe not anymore. It seems pretty red to me from inside of it. I'm telling you, these dis- these districting things, they have really just completely redrew- redrawn the lines to the point where they they get so much power. They have so much say over what happens. They never want to come to the city, but they do want to sit on the outside and regulate the fuck out of what we can and can't do. Right. Like Columbus, I don't think I would be, I would lean toward most people in Columbus would be pretty okay with plastic bags being banned. I really think that. I mean, of course there would be people that don't like it. And of course there would be people that don't want to spend the, the money on the bags. But fucking get over it they make us get over so much shit lately they're just get over it on everything except for that we can't well god fucking forbid we ask these people to get over it. yeah or remember to bring a fucking bag that you already have at your house you don't forget the bag if there's no bag if there's no bags all of a sudden (laughs) it becomes very easy to to remember them yeah yeah What's a cut? What you're, you, I've, you ever leave motherfucking Aldi holding just shit in your hands or like putting <laughs> yeah. it in, or like uh, I always get the old cardboard sometimes and just fill up the the cardboard cases that they come in and just stack it all up like that's that. an Aldi's expert. Though. Yeah, I see a lot of people doing that. I'm like, man, that's a this this guy's got it going on <laughs> yeah. over here. Yeah, but yeah, the people people go to Aldi and buy stuff all the time with their own bags. Yeah, so. You know, you can, I don't see a reason to pass a law like this other than to say, hey, y'all know how much you care about the environment? Yeah. Well, we don't and we hate it and we're just trying to get rid of it. Yeah. They should just open, they should just open up like a new tire burning factory. Yes. Yes. And and like we're going to burn railroad ties 24 seven now. Yeah. Well, the, the, the heartbeat bill to me is like, hey, women. Do you like feeling like you're in control of your bodies? Yeah. Let us know that you're not. We're letting you know you're not. We, yeah, we're coming we after it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's ours. And another thing that happened here while we were in Cleveland or maybe Kentucky, one of the places we just recently were out of town, we got a bunch of messages from people and the Department of Agriculture is raiding people that sell Kratom yeah. here. Yeah. Miracle Kratom and water beds and stuff got raided. Yeah. The, the, first of all, and I said this in Cleveland. The Department of Agriculture can raid people? Like, they have raid power? They have a, what, they got a fucking tank? They like, probably have some pretty scary weapons. Why? We have people doing agriculture wrong, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't like the, some, we don't like the way you do agriculture. Catch somebody working on their own John Deere. Right. Oh, you ain't yeah. allowed to do that. <laughs> yes. They show up, they have to spy on them. And surround them with You like, changed the ECU and that John Deere. Yeah. Do not move. Like, it's just this raid. Like, they do that to food, not bombs all the time. Yeah. They show up, grab all the food, cover it in bleach. Yeah. Put zip ties on everybody's hands. Yeah. Ugh. What is that? 
It, they're Department. horrible. The Department of Agriculture, you start to think like, what is what is it that I don't... You can never hate the Department of Agriculture. Like, why would somebody hate the Department of Agriculture? They're there to protect the agriculture. Yeah, protect, I don't think they are. Protect means the cops. <laughs> the word protect means they're going to bring the cops with guns in. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the FDA. It's like, well, wouldn't it be great if there was like an agency that told us what was safe and what wasn't? And then you look at it and they're always lying. Yeah. And like paid off. feeding us junk. You know, and they're getting paid off by people all the time. It's like, there you go. There's That's anarchism right there. That's how somebody becomes anti-statist is like every time I see any of these state organizations, I'm like, well, yeah, in, gen in theory, I like the idea of somebody, you know, a Department of Agriculture maybe helping people grow food. Yeah. Like maybe like if somebody like programs where if somebody needs help getting you know, something for their farm. They can go and fill out a form at the Department of Agriculture and they help fix it. Yeah. Maybe a place that says these are the best kind of seeds that you can get. <laughs> and it's like a guy with like a piece of straw hanging out of his mouth and like a cowboy hat in a in a building downtown. It's like, well, you're shame. <laughs> yeah. I can get you some good seeds, sir. Yeah. <laughs> like something like that. But a Department of Agriculture that has a police force, I don't fucking want it. I don't want that. Yeah. I don't need it. I uh, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what else what they would do. I, I can only think of good things they would do, Brett. Yeah. That's the problem. But they only do bad things. They only, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure they're the ones that give like subsidy or like help subsidize Monsanto <laughs> and right. shit like that. Like they're probably not doing anything fucking good. Yeah. Evil. So. There's that. And these are all things that are happening in Ohio recently. And th this is something I'm, I've been thinking about, too, is like, you know, for a long time, people were doing shows in like Texas and they would get to come on the radio and be like, I'm out behind enemy lines and stuff like yeah. that. Me and you could do that now. Maybe somebody will write a think piece about how Brian and Brett are living in red ass Ohio. Yeah. And being anarchists or, or communists, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like, just think about that as an angle for your story. Since like now, plastic bags, a heartbeat bill, and then I got this story today, um, out of Ohio. I think it's the wrong goddamn story. Damn of course. Ohio. Yeah, Ohio has another, um, another one, and I'm I got to get it up here. Which this is another one that doesn't fly in Columbus at all. Like, this is something that would never, ever, like, fly here. And here it is. A bill being considered in a Republican-controlled Ohio legislator, legislature would specify that ministers don't have to perform marriages that contradict their sincerely held religious belief. The Ohio Pastor Protection Act would stipulate that an ordained or licensed minister or religious society isn't subject to civil or criminal liability for denying their services or use of property for such marriages. Now, before... You go crazy because I'm with you. I don't want people being forced to do anything. Okay. You know, I, I do. I, I do. But this isn't a, this bill isn't about, this bill is about saying something. This is, this is another message. I don't think that they, since nobody is making pastors do gay marriages. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I haven't heard that. Those horror stories. I don't think they exist. What? Like who I, would want that? Guy, Guy Fieri's doing them. Yeah, he's doing them. He, he's, he's into it. 
But you, do you understand what I'm saying? Like who? Yeah, people I don't, know. don't want that. People aren't asking for that. This is a law that doesn't have to exist, and it's a law that doesn't have to exist, and it's just some person, some Republicans no, in government that want yeah, they what's just want to be mean. That they just want to let. LGBT people know that they're not accepted. Yeah. You know? And that's all that this is. I, I just, I, I, it's a, the cake thing. It's just, oh, yeah, it's just ugliness, man. It's the same, it's the same people like, uh, that Jake got caught up with. That stupid asshole that sued Jake. Yeah. He's from one of these, he's one of these outside fucking counties in Ohio that are filled with dumbasses that support this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it even says supporters say pastors shouldn't be forced to contradict their religious beliefs. I actually, you know what? To be honest, that's not even fair to say because I don't, I don't even the people that vote for him want the shit to go like no. this fucking far. No, no, I agree with you. No, this I don't think that they're fucking wild. Yeah, I don't think that the people in this state voted for this, and and I'll I'll say it, or that there's a because of the districting lines. It's drawn in a drawn in a way. I didn't say that right either earlier. What? Sorry, I didn't say. I said drawn. Draw, I said drawn. Yeah, they're drawn in a way that negates a lot of the people that live here's like will. Yeah, you know sure. when you cut Columbus into a few things and you cut Cleveland into a few things and you cut Cincinnati into a few things, then like we're the people that live with each other. We all live in this one place. We should be able to make laws. We should be able to caucus with each other for power. Yeah. In Columbus. We should just be allowed to. I don't fucking care. Because we're not doing anything to those yeah. people. We don't. Like, yeah. I don't do anything to people in Union County. I don't make laws against dipping or like <laughs> jumping right. your four-wheeler. Go loving, fucking do loving it. Loving the flag too much. We yeah. never introduce laws that you lo- can't love the flag too much or have it as a t-shirt. Or right. wear it for all your clothing. We never made a law. We're not trying to ban Blue Lives Matter flags. Right. I wish we could. I hate them. And I would ban them in a second if there was a reason to. Yeah. There's nothing. There's just nothing that. They're, we're not going after anybody. That's how I was looking at the list of people. Also, the list of uh, the far right fucking terrorism, con, you know, killings in the last couple years. And it's that's all of it. That Besides like Islamic terrorism, that's the. That's the main killers. Of and there's not a ton of Islamic terrorism. Right. No, happening. no. It's I'm more. Saying, yeah. They're more. It's more than, than leftists. Yeah. Oh, it's more than Islamic terrorism. Right. To tell you. No, no, like, no. It, it is. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That they're killing everybody. They're like. No, they're, they're the majority. They're doing all the killing. They're the people. They're, and they're the, on the fucking attack. And they're going after people. And it's and then they're also claiming they're the fucking victims the whole time. Well, that's a, that's a, that's a fun thing. That's not a fun thing to think about, but I always think about how, like, again, they won, but they feel like losers. Like they always will still just feel like losers. They will never win. And because the fact is when they win, they do things that are very unpopular to most people. And then they hate them because they're always just trying to hurt somebody. Right. They're always just trying to take something away from somebody. Go after the marginalized, mm-hmm. disaffected, attack, yeah, oppress. It's they're fucking shitheads, man. Right. Like I saw so many people defending. <laughs> this actually happened on my, my Facebook page. Is this is terrific? On my Facebook page, I posted an anti. Uh, I got. It was one of those times when you get flustered. And you don't really want to post something emotional on Twitter. 
and you you feel like you just want to fucking say something to somebody like you want to reach out to these people and be like get something through yeah and like so i go on facebook and i i post this thing about like they are tear gassing children this is really bad i yeah. you know how can we feel like we're the good guys right which i don't get i just don't get it. i saw that picture of them tear gassing that those two little kids with their mom and then these two guys that i went to high school with Fucking 20 years ago, by right. the way. I shouldn't even be in contact with these people. Why yeah. do I still have to hear the opinions of people I went to high school with 20 years ago? <laughs> right. I mean, if you don't, though. And, I, I mean, it, But it is, like, it's also, but you can, you're right? And, like, yeah. you're still connected. But, yeah, I've seen, con- I had recent conservative... Uh, in my family is making the move out of the fucking city, just doing the damn thing and going and being, it's weird because it's someone my similar to my age and yeah. it's like, they're going to go do that life. Yeah. Which I don't give a fuck about. I don't like, care. Just go here. away, please. Yeah. Yeah. You just stop go. voting though. Right. I mean, just yeah, stop. leave us alone with yeah. the votes for, for like, leave us alone in real life and also leave us alone with your politics and just go live your thing out in the middle of whatever and drive in here Place. and do whatever your job is and then go, right? That's yeah, what they always do. They always do a 45-minute drive into the city to do yeah. elevator repair. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's wild. It, and it, it's just, you know, these two guys came on and were defending it by saying, if you do something illegal, you get tear gas. Yeah, yeah. You know? Very common. I mean, on both sides, too. I mean, that's Democrats say that shit, too. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of times during Occupy... That a lot of liberals yes. would be like, well, of course they get tear gas. You fuck with the police, you get tear yeah. gas. Because of that liberal mindset of civil disobedience means that you have to get beat up and arrested. Yeah. <laughs> or no, it didn't work. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that later, too, um, later in this. Yeah. Well, because one of the guys ultimately said, like, got just said, like, all of you are tough online. I could, you know, you can't say shit in real life. You get hit. And it's like. So because you're larger, bigger, and more willing to do violence, then your opinion on this situation is more correct. It means more. Yeah. It's more correct. Well, I, and could, I could punch you until you don't have an opinion anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, another thing about... I'm not going to go through that. I didn't read it myself, and I'm not going to oh, read no. it now. It was too much. I just was enjoying like my... like. I don't think people from high school know... That street fight is a thing yeah. of some size, you know. I I think they that's know a hornet's nest. Yeah, I, yeah, that's exactly it. I was like, well, they just jumped into a hornet's nest. Yeah, have fun. I mean, I think you usually get away with making an innocuous comment on somebody's thing, and they'll ignore it, or maybe they'll go back and forth with you with like a few paragraphs. Yeah. But you never get like dozens of people just clowning the shit out of you. I know, I know. And I was just like, let them and do it. And liking the fuck out of everybody's comments. It's just like, Jesus. Yeah. For me, it was like, have at it. Yeah. I don't care. If this guy's going to spend all day defending tear gassing children. Yeah, yeah. Then yell at him. I don't care. And, and like, but some of the, just, there was like a lot of little things that I saw in it that were not to concerning it's stuff that I know that they believe, but things about like people mentioning Nazi stuff, which yeah. is like, you know, people always talk about or civil war, slavery and stuff. People always talk about how they would have been on the right side in those situations yeah. every time. That's something that a lot of people like to think that, that would they're, happen. They're Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. But they wouldn't have been, and they're not. 
And some of the exact same things are some of not the exact same things, but some things that are super similar to it and seem like they're on their way to some dark shit is happening. And of course they're on the wrong side. Yeah. yeah. Of course they're for it because that's how it happens. Right. Yeah. You're, you fall into the trap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I and, saw, and I, like I, this guy said, well, how is it I, like, how is it like Nazis? Uh, tear gas isn't lethal. And it's like, are you? <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. It's still bad. I right. saw somebody today ask, like, I saw somebody. So I'll, I'll, I'll we'll do a tear gas thing real quick because I just saw that Cory Booker, uh-huh. one of his donors is the company that makes the tear gas. That the state uses. Uh-huh. And I saw uh, there's a post about it. There's a story about it that I think Ken Klippenstein wrote. Um, but there was a story about it on online about how like this guy, you know, Tijuana tear gas maker is Cory Booker backer. And uh, they that don't. That's a great sound Cory Booker backer. <laughs> Tijuana but tear gas maker is Cory Booker backer. Tijuana tear gas maker is Cory Booker backer. <laughs> I like it. Ken, that's beautiful. He he came to our uh, Milwaukee show. Oh yeah. Uh, but the head of the company that makes tear gas used on migrants at the Tijuana border is also a backer of Senator Cory Booker. He donated money to Booker's most recent campaign and served on the host committee for a Booker fundraiser record show. The fucking, I saw somebody post this. And I saw the response to it, and it was a liberal. This was not a conservative who said, how was he supposed to know how they were going to use that tear gas? (laughs) (laughs) There's no... Perfect. (laughs) We can't separate ourselves from these things like that. This is the thing, is they said, we are not involved in it. I'm not being tear gas. Sometimes you use tear gas for peace. Yes. (laughs) I know, sometimes you, like put tear it's like a really spicy salsa yeah maybe? yeah i guess like, it is peppers yeah it's like more than ghost pepper yeah or reapers even. yeah there are gonna be guys doing that eventually but you yeah think so oh god guys that eat mace there's probably 50 of them on fucking <laughs> youtube youtube now on their nachos yeah. oh i like it on my nachos and they just put it on there but i'm just Chips saying and cheese not nachos yeah yeah so i'm just saying like i just to me it's like uh People are able to separate themselves from yeah, I mean, like, what they do could easily. Be, could be like uh, maybe it was the tear gas was going to help out a kid with cancer. Well, that's interesting because let me read this next sentence. Warren Kenders is the head of Safari Land, a defense supplies vendor that reportedly supplied at least some of the chemical agents used by Custom and Border Protection this weekend on migrants, including women and children. Safari Land products were also linked to the police crackdown in Ferguson, Missouri in 2014 and to serious injuries sustained by water rights activists at Standing Rock in 2016. Wow, that is quite the resume. Yeah. Yeah, and Cory Booker is accepting money from them. And I know that they say, oh, he doesn't have to do anything just because he took the money. It's like they don't give you money for nothing. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> you, want, you need money. You always need money. I mean, I just, as a rule, don't <laughs> want my peace candidate, like whatever a Democrat version of, like they're supposed to be peaceful for us or sure. more peaceful. I don't want them invested in... And tear gas. And that's just me. That's. (laughs) I can see that. I think that's fair. It's a requirement for me. Yeah. I mean, good tear gas. It exists. 
somewhere. No, there's no somewhere good there's a vat of good tear gas. But those guys are able to like they're uh, beyond the white privilege sort of stuff. Beyond that, they're just they feel like I didn't do this. Like I I didn't do this. Yeah. The police did this. Right. And it happened somewhere else. It doesn't have anything to do with me. Is that, and I think a lot of people think that way about politics, where they're like, it just doesn't have anything to do with me. I'm yeah. just here. What? How am I supposed to stop it? When, I think that all the time. But I see that as despair when I think they see that as like coherent like ideology, yeah. way to live your life. Because yeah. there's no way if you were at the fair, the Ohio State Fair, and the police tear gassed children at that fair, and you were there... There's no way you'd be okay with it. Right. Nobody would be okay with that. Right. You know? Right. Like those guys wouldn't have been okay with it because it's immoral. It's wrong. And they're yeah. racist. It's the racism that, oh, you broke the law. You know, now you get sprayed in the face with pepper spray. Why these guys love cops so much, I can't even fathom. One of them is a fucking felon. He said in the thing, I'm a felon. I've been to prison. I'm like, and you just think that. You like, like what do you think about punished. yourself? Yeah. He likes punishment. <laughs> yeah. So that was like just a. Oh, that's, well, that's actually. So that just comes down to that whole con- misery love com- company conservative where it's like my life was miserable. I did something bad and I got punished for it. Now you have to get punished just as harshly. That's right. that fucking bullshit. That old saw. Yeah. So that's so that's what's so Ohio is heading down a conservative path and we're yeah, hoping this path. stuff doesn't go through. And uh, I know. I mean, the heartbeat bill won't. Yeah. It only passed one house. I don't know. It just ha- it's not the other house probably won't. John Kasich said he's going to veto if it comes to if his it death. gets to him by the end of the year. Though if it goes on the other side, then it's up to Mike Dewine. I think. No, they have to get it done by the end of the year. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. then, yeah, I don't see if John. But they'll Kasich, definitely bring it back. Yeah, they'll bring it back next year, and they they'll find a guy. Dewine is not promising. That guy is a fucking monster. Yeah. He is a monster. So I have, since we just talked about Facebook posts, I thought it'd be fun. I There were a few Facebook posts that showed up on my feed this week. A few like viral sort of, uh, a few like viral sort of like um, just people, like old people things. Okay. <laughs> Basically is what I'm trying to get to. So I want to read this first one. Just one of those copy paste things. And this is somebody from the group posted that their grandpa posted oh okay okay Okay? yeah like one of the yeah please copy and paste and you'll get and add seven more prayers used to be called chain letters right yeah but now they're just grandpa just copy paste this thing just take yeah control all yeah well no they do it with the they highlight it all with the thing with the mouse and go down just like me i'm old i'm 40 or 39 but 40 soon i will always just highlight with the mouse and go down i can't make myself do control a Control A, Control C. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm, you know. But um, all right, let's read this thing. Th- th- we're getting into the minds of people. Yeah, we're trying to dive deep into what the red staters are think. Red part of the state is thinking. Yeah, what the red people. Are. I always call them the red people. Okay, de- Republicans. Yes. Yeah. My house is a safe zone. Promising. Weird that he didn't use space. Yeah. Zone? <laughs> you, you live in a zone or do you live in a space? <laughs> Where do you live? I mean, left circles do use space a lot more than like yeah. 
Zone sounds more, I'm in the zone, babe. Zone is more like, ah, space is more like light. In the me. zone, I think it can be chill. Space Like, zone. if I'm in the zone, I'm just, like, in the cut, like, cooling. If I'm in the zone, I'm, like, dialed in. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I mean. Like, a safe zone safe would be zone. a place where I'm, like, fucking, so fucking safe right now. <laughs> so I'm, like, fucking really dialed I'm so in. so safe. At this zone. My house is a safe zone. Firearms are welcome. It's okay. a strike against yeah. the safety. Well, <laughs> statistically, you're going to, you're one of your kids going to kill themselves with that thing. <laughs> Yeah, coffee can be on in minutes, and I've always got cool water. So we'll offer you some water. Everybody has water, though. I mean, I'll offer you guy a cool a water. Dew? Yeah, he said I'll offer you either coffee or water. That's okay. the only two things you can drink. Okay, water's no. good. I do like water. I, I I I think that's good. Okay, I think that's a plus for me. Here's another. Cool I've been thing. pissing clear recently, so yeah, I do need a lot water. Of water. Yeah. yeah. So here's another cool thing about his table. My kitchen table is a non is non judgmental. I. Okay, I'm, I'm, I, I don't think so. I don't I, believe him. Well, he's going to back it up. Right? There is a parenthetical. Okay. Unless you're running down at the good old USA or my God. Two of my okay. favorite things to yeah, talk about. No, that's the first thing I want to talk about. <laughs> I don't want people stand on that shit. <laughs> Two of my favorite things to run like, down. How unshakable is your faith? Yeah, I can't sit at this. You're going to judge me if I come here and just say mean things about the troops. Yeah. Like, what's that about? That's, sounds pretty judgmental to me it doesn't sound like you're non-judgmental at all if i can't mention that i don't like imperialism sir i feel judged yeah that's just i feel judged I feel right really now judged right they now. always say that though they always say you're no, you're fucking 100 percent free to say anything you want unless it's bad mouthing the us of a yeah including the troops and including the president and or also god which is yeah. like oh okay well that's yeah what what else do you want me to run down walmart like that's who, you know who they want you to run down. They want you to run down a person that like bought groceries with food stamps that they saw at the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for who, sure. You can run. Oh, I won't judge you if you say something yeah. like that. Look, I won't judge you if you do a, an, an Asian accent. <laughs> I'm not going to judge you if you use the N word. I'm going to judge you if you do other stuff. Right. It's non-judgmental yeah. in here. Except for a few other a little things. And then unless you talk about civilian casualties of war, then it's, <laughs> we're done with. We're yeah, done I with got that. some judging to do in that, in that department. Uh, um, so any family or friend who needs to chat is welcome. Well, I, I find it highly hard to believe that this person has friends. Okay. <laughs> we can talk, share a laugh, a cry, or just listen. If you're hungry, I'll feed you. I don't believe that. I just don't like, I can't believe that the dude. He's got like a tin of cookies probably. Yeah. yeah like uh, if, if those crappy famous Amos cookies yeah. that old guys always like. They always yeah. have like a big thing of those like really crunchy dry cookies to <laughs> yeah, chomp on yeah. all the time in a yeah. big box. <laughs> yep. I hate those cookies, man. It's like, why Sorry. even bother? I love them. My grandma always had them. I love them. <laughs> yeah. Old people love them. They're yeah, like shit. They go nuts. Back when I was young, man, you just, whatever, we would just eat handfuls of sugar. It's like, this was, this was a novelty, yeah. these cookies. Um, I will always do my best to be available. You are always welcome. This is an old value that has been lost to technology, which by the way, a lot of this stuff, 
I invite people to my house all yeah. the time. I give people food all the time. I yeah. give them water all the time. Coffee? Hey, I got coffee at the house. I'll make you a fucking cafe mocha. I've if had you'd like. Yeah, my wife has like the that um she got an electric like a mixer thing for steel like making coffee drinks at the yeah. house. And she yeah. loves to show it off. Yeah, what I'm saying that? that like this person <laughs> says like this person is act this is a value that has been lost. This this table that I created in my mind is a value that people aren't doing anymore because of a text, a FaceTime, a GIF, or an emoji. It's not the equivalent. So they're saying that we don't do these things. We just text each other, GIFs and emojis. Why do they know about it? What does he know about our life? It, it, I don't know where they see this stuff. I don't know where they, like, I, I know the pictures all the time. But the people's, you know, those pictures they post of like going to grand. I saw one the other day that said, "Oh, going to grandma's house in 2018," and it was a bunch of people looking at their phone, kids uh, looking at their phone, right, and it's right. like, dude, I wish I had a fucking phone when they made me go to my grandma's house. Every- yeah, I was ignoring my grandma too. <laughs> yeah. We just had to do with other stuff. Yeah, I was just doing something else to ignore my fucking grandpa, grandma. Yeah. I don't want to be around them. You like you take somebody somewhere where they don't want to be. And they're going to try to find a way to distract themselves from being at the place they don't want to be at. Plus, like, I don't think that kids, I mean, kids do look at their phone a lot, but they generally know to come out and say hi to everybody. Who wants to, listen, I have a teenager. You don't want to talk to no fucking teenager. You don't want to talk to a kid. Yeah. They're crazy. Yeah, I also have to, I also agree that I don't think that people are that addicted when, it comes to, I mean, you just be a bad grandma is really what it is, is what I'm getting at. And because <laughs> if you're in a unique experience, like I put my phone down for a really long time if I'm doing something I don't normally do. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm never around you fucking people talking to you. I didn't take, I didn't was on my phone very much at Thanksgiving. It's the f- very uh, small amount of time that I see those people that I get to eat that food that all this shit is, you know, is like that. So. Right. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And this guy is like talking about how like we don't have these personal experiences. We yeah. don't. So I you do. don't. You yeah. don't. Yes. Everybody cut you off because you're fucking non-judgmental table. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whenever they sit at that table, you yell something yeah, you fucking... crazy and racist. That's why they don't want to be around you. It doesn't have anything to fucking do with their phones. If, if, if. If the grandpas I talked to had interesting conversations, I would never want to look at my phone. Most of the time when I'm talking to a grandpa lately, I'm looking at my phone so I don't have to look them in the face while they say their opinions. You know, right, like right. listening like, oh, geez. this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I just, that that was one message. And here's another one. That, I just like, think it's indicative of the type of people that post that stuff don't realize how much they're telling on themselves. I know, I know. Cell phones, they call them. Yeah. And it is like, nobody wants to be around me. I can't figure out why nobody wants to be around yeah. me ever. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, the, 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 the USA stuff. Like, they think that's a non-controversial thought, though, too. You know? Yeah, sure. Like, that everybody loves the USA. So why would anybody ever want to yeah. run it down? And it's like. Oh, I got some reasons for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can always come up with some reasons. I'd like to talk about this other thing that I saw posted today that somebody said their dad shared. Which is a weird person to have shared this, I will say, before we read it. But it's like an advice column from okay. some guy. Okay. okay. I like advice. Right. 
It's an op-ed more. He's giving you life advice. Ooh, I need some. Yeah, well, I don't... I hope you like this advice. (laughs) Um, I recently asked a married couple who have three kids, none of whom are yet teens, who are the most important people in your family? That interesting is a what crazy is question. Yeah, like rank <laughs> rank them. <laughs> it's a weird question. It is a definite. You shouldn't ask people that. That's just not even. Why does that come up? Well, everybody knows dad is last. Hey, not in my house. <laughs> dad is last. It's true. Dad, dad is, is last. always last. Yeah, dad is last. Um, like all good moms and dad of this brand new millennium. Oh, it's not that new. It's like, I guess it's new in terms of a thousand years. It's, it's new. And this brand new millennium, they answered, our kids. Okay. Why, I then asked them. <laughs> this guy said, why are your kids the most important people in your family? That's what a really intense dude. Was he, how many Scotch, <laughs> how did he drink a whole bunch of scotch before he said it? He is intense. Like, imagine leaning forward and like just slurring that. I like, wish one is the most important. <laughs> That's how he did. I was thinking like Red Bull or cocaine where oh, you get yeah. like real crazy, but no. No, no. I'm thinking like 5.30 in the morning. Like, you want, <laughs> let's do something crazy. Let's talk about some fucked up shit. This guy looks like a boomer. He does. He has, I, I looked up his, uh, somebody posted he's on his fireball, Wikipedia. Sorry. He's on Fireball whiskey. Well, yeah, they do like that. Uh, or he's just on any kind of whiskey the yeah. cheapest kind of whiskey that's still not the bottom whiskey right like the cheapest whiskey that's not early times right or old granddad they might even drink old granddad old granddad is a good drink yeah a lot of people like i know a lot of people that are like really an old grand <laughs> that think it's fine i stand by it uh why i then ask what is it about your kids that gives them that status and like all goods and moms and dads of this brave new millennium they couldn't answer the question other than a fumble with appeals to emotion okay so he's so he's like now categorizing their responses they try to appeal to my emotion why these kids are so valuable can i rubbish let's have this conversation real quick if me and you uh-huh. we're i don't know where we're at we're fucking at a restaurant and i'm like brett who are the most important who's the most important person in your family and then you would say He's thinking. He's for real thinking. <laughs> I would say I don't. I would say it's a weird question. Yeah, but okay. Now come up with a question. Just an answer. Just pick somebody in your family. I can't. You can't. Well, you don't have to. This isn't the truth. This <laughs> I don't is know just what to acting. say. I feel like someone okay. tells my answer gets told it's going to be wrong. Well, I when he I, says I'm, I'm the most important. Yeah. So you're the most important person in your yeah. family, and you've I'm explained this to him, me. and you've said this to him, and then the next question he says is like, "Why? Why do you think that?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, you got to have explanation. <laughs> you don't. This is a bad question. Is all this on like one of those like would you rather games, like card <laughs> games or something? Okay, okay. A would you rather card game where you decide who's the most important person in your family might be something I'd be willing to invest cold hard cash in. Explain why, too. (laughs) You have to make a case for yourself. (laughs) So I answered the question for them. There's no reasonable thing that gives your children that status. I went on to point out that many... He's a weird guy. Does someone get paid to do this? He does. Yeah, a guy gets paid to oh, write that's this. That's fucking infuriating. <laughs> yeah. He probably got to live his whole life just uh, 
like doing this, like writing stuff like this in the newspaper every week. He's like an eccentric character about town who writes in the newspaper every week about how your kids aren't that important in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. That's what he's saying. I went on to point out that many, if not most of the problems they're having with their kids, typical stuff these days, are the result of treating their children as if their marriage and their family exist because of the kids when it is in fact the other way around. Their kids exist because of them and their marriage and thrive because they've created a stable family. Right. Okay. That is a right... It's a crazy way to say it. Well, but some people don't focus on themselves at all. No, it's And true. I know a lot of people who their whole thing is that they're parents and they don't focus on themselves people, or their marriage or their relationship no. at all. And they their self-esteem is tied up in the success of their kid and they expect them to do these things because they think it reflects on them, on how they raise them and all that stuff. And they are fucking miserable for it and tied up into it and missing out on their own lives. And the, and people that think that, you know, they spend so much time on their kids and they don't realize that eventually you're going to get your partner back and there's not going to be no more kids around. You yeah. Know? Yeah, exactly. I'm, that's like happening. Partner with me. is your constant more than your fucking kid. Right. That's what happened. That's what's been happening to my wife and I, we've been super happy for the past like six months because like the kid is now out doing her own thing and she goes out and does things and then we have time together and it's not miserable. You it's great. We've shit. been excited about it. We wanted to do fun shit and it feels like it went, I mean, basically it feels like our life is going back to what it was before her, you know? And like, I think that had we not nurtured the relationship through that time, like did do things for ourselves. We, yeah. we really ran the house in a way that was like, she's important. She makes decisions like my daughter has always been important in the house. She's always been a part of the decision making process. I mean, I always say she's one third of the decision making process, but she doesn't have any budgetary things. So no it doesn't, she doesn't have any budgetary discretion. So I'm not worried. Like she's not really like I have all the power in the end, but like you like to give them the impression that they're important. And, and when they can make their own decision, when they can make a decision, you should let them, let sure. them do that. That lets them know that they're valid. You know, Oh, I let Charlotte wear her fucked up outfits that she chooses for herself to school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, uh, yeah, exactly. That's and, and like this guy is kind of saying, no, you need to remind these kids that the only reason that they exist is because you and your wife had sex and made a kid or wanted to have the kid. And like, like there's a way to say, please, if you have a kid out there, all you people with young people, make sure that you devote time to your partner because that is going to is important. And like I, I did it like the whole time I made it a real that's part of my effort. My codependency needed it anyway. Sure. You know, like I just I'm a I'm a co I'm like with my wife, I'm just like that. Yeah. And like, but like I always made sure that like we're going out, we're doing stuff. And this is from the very beginning. Like it was like if you want to go to a concert, we will move everything to for me and you to go to a concert and have fun. If you want to go out to dinner we will make sure that that happens. Me and you together will go on dates and, and spend time together. Right. But that doesn't mean that like, I should like make like also then like make sure my kid knows that she's 
yeah. a thing that's a standing in the way and she's a passenger. You know what I mean? I'm just carrying you around everywhere. Furthermore, without them, their kids wouldn't eat well, have the nice clothing they wear, live in the nice home okay, in which guy. they live, enjoy the great vacations they enjoy, and so on. Instead of lives that are relatively carefree, despite the drama of the contrary, that they occasionally manufacture, I, okay, their children would be living lives full of worry and want. How dare you accuse me of not guilting my kid? I guilt my kid every single day of her fucking life. I tell her how lucky she is. She said today, she was like, Dad, why am I... She said, why am I so spoiled? And I explained to her about, like, you know, why all these people love her and how they, you know, want to give her presents and gifts and treat her this way and that way, but that, like, we're the only people that will do that and the rest of the world doesn't give a shit about you at all. And isn't going to isn't going to spoil you in any sort of way. And you're going to have to do it yourself. <laughs> I did it's the same shit though, man. It was like you need to, you can treat your kid well and also impart knowledge in them. Sure. And try to let them know, like, just that, like, the world doesn't revolve around you. Because yeah. that is the thing that kids fall into the most is that everything happens, like, because of me and I'm the center of attention stuff. But I'm going to say this I felt this way when I was a kid at times. Like everything's, you just feel like you're the center of everything. I, I felt that way and it led me to stress too. Like we're all trying not to like, like no. the, the style of parenting now I is different because I think it's more effective. This, this stuff where you like make the kid build the kid up as they're a kid and not just constantly be beating them down because that's what he's saying. Yeah, he's saying this like really valid thing, but in like a way that makes it nasty and bad and evil. Yeah, <laughs> you know? does he have any kids? I don't know. He's a he's a psychologist that writes about parenting, so I assume he. I mean, he could just be a guy that's like, oh, I don't have kids, but here's let me tell you something. I don't think your kids are very important, yeah. man. Uh, but he's probably really mean to his kids, dude. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, he's probably not the most caring guy in the world. He doesn't care. His This column, if this column was to represent what type of a person this guy is, he doesn't seem like a very caring person. He doesn't seem nice. And he seems like a... I, I don't know. I, I can't explain. Like, nothing about him seems redeeming to me. Because <laughs> sure, sure. the, just the way that he's choosing to say stuff, it really yeah. does feel like I he's feel like tearing I, children down. Yeah, I feel like I half agree with him. I don't know yet, but it is, uh, it is like a very weird, weirdly written. Yeah, it just doesn't have to. I'm saying that it just doesn't have to be mean to the kid. It doesn't have to tear the kid yeah, down. Yeah, no, no, no. To build correct, another thing. Like, there's not. I guess in his mind. You don't have to, like, create advert. You don't need to terrorize your kid. <laughs> yeah. I guess in his mind, there's an, a limited supply of love that you can give, and you have to allot sure. a percentage to everybody in your life. Right. And you don't want to spend all your love all points your on a kid. <laughs> Make sure you save some of your love points for your yeah. wife business relationships your business yeah but for me i feel like it's an unlimited well like i sure. have to, an unlimited well of love for my wife and my kid and my friends and everybody my some of my family and 
<laughs> but I have this unlimited amount of it, like that I'm not spending more on yeah. any one. I mean, you know, obviously, like with my wife, it's different, and it like it's different with every person. But I don't feel like it's taking it away from another person, and I yeah. feel like what this guy is saying to me is him taking it away from a kid. He's saying like a lot of you spend too much time thinking about your kid and not enough time thinking about your partner. And he's like, so you should tell your kid that they're worthless. <laughs> like you should really add up the, you should do a pro and cons list of points for each right. person right. and then decide which one's more important and shower them with more love than the other one. It's right. really what he's saying. And I feel like it's, I... It's don't. a meritocracy now in this house. <laughs> for love. You should draw like a love, like an audience applause meter yeah. on your wall and say, I got this much today. I'm going to give 20% to you and yeah. 10% to you, yeah. 50% to you. You've just been killing it. You've become my most favorite member of the family. I'm just going to invest some more time in you now, I think. It's going to be... We can nurture this relationship for something better. <laughs> Seems like a good investment for me. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, you're you're, you're easy. Seeming, you're, you were dud last year. You were just a nobody on the scale. Everybody hated you. You were a loser. Nothing you, you said was interesting. Yeah. You didn't. You sat around like well, you played with toys. You like watched anime. It's like I can't love. I don't. I, yeah, I, I don't have time for that. Yeah. I need. I need small business entrepreneurship or something. A spark of interest <laughs> or a passion. In arts or something. Yeah. Now, my, something we can put on Instagram. That's him. That's this guy talking to his wife. And it, it, that's him talking to his kid. He's like, I'm investing 80% in your mom this month. Yeah. I just don't. I, you. Her cooking show is taking off. <laughs> you need to, like, no. You, you have a lot to work on to be loved by me. Yeah. It's true. Like a job. You really, yeah. You're not bringing in any money. Yep. You're manufacturing all this Costing drama. Your, you're just a red mark on my budget. <laughs> the issue really is this issue really is the heart of the matter. People my age know it's the heart of the matter. Oh, that's good writing. Because when we were kids, it was clear to us that our parents were the most important people in our families. And that right there is why we respected our parents. And that right there is why we looked up to adults in general. Yes, what? Virginia, once upon a time, the United States of America children were second class citizens to their advantage. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, buddy. That's why we're all fucked up, brother. Yes. That's why we've got this fucking landscape that we do right now, man. People Every, fucking broken and beat up and fucked up. Depressed. They're yeah. always like, oh, these millennials are depressed. And then you listen to the way that he talked, like boomers talk about, they were depressed too. Yeah. There's no way they were. Yeah. And you and, and they the same way they had some asshole parent in their head barking at them every time they tried something new. You don't dance. Oh yeah, I don't dance. You know. Yes. You know. Yeah. Oh, you get out of here. You you don't know what you're doing. You you can't do that. You know. That's fucking parents living <laughs> in people's heads. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you're a second class citizen, right? That's yeah. Yeah. I mean, even just being like, I want to sit my children down and let them know that I'm the most important person in this. <laughs> like he's saying that like you should make it very clear like that the reason society has gone off the rails <laughs> is that parents aren't making it clear enough to their children that they're worthless 
<laughs> well, you know what? You know what I do is, and I know you do take the time to do this. Is I explain in bulletproof <laughs> logic to my kid why she can't be an asshole. I don't say you're not allowed to hit people because I'll hit you back. I tell her, you hit people, you're going to be alone, and no one wants to be your friend, and nobody likes that shit. Yep. That's how I talk to my kid. I'm like, you need to... like, You can't tell, you can't play jokes on people that don't want them to be done. You can't throw snow on people that aren't down for that shit. You're not going to have any fucking friends. You're going to be miserable. Yeah. I always spent time doing that when she was young, and I think it's really paid off. Like, you know, my fucking kid says please and thank you. Not because I fucking swatted her leg every time she did it, but because I say it to everybody I see and she picked it up from me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it really is just like you can you can get a lot done with a kid without screaming at them. Yeah. And that is what this guy is really saying. We don't scream at our kids enough. Our parent, My parents screamed at me, and look how I turned out. I was like, you're fucking going around asking people who the most important person in their family are. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think you turned out all that good. Let's look at the fucking world that we live in right now. It's not good. It's not. that. The thing is, if you're making this case that the way that it was done in the past is better then I got to tell you, it's not going well then. Because right yeah. now, it fucking sucks. And the people that are the worst, that are the most unwilling to work with people, are the ones that were raised like that. Yeah. As second-class citizens. Like, yeah. Just told that they're that. But I think that, but I think the, the parents that I'm around that are, do, that aren't assholes, um, are doing a better job. Exactly. I'd rather be around their fucking kids than... Mm-hmm. The ones that are getting their arms ripped out of their socket. Or screamed at. Like, I hate it when you see somebody just screaming at their kid. Every time the kid decides to talk, they just scream at them. Like, I've been in situations. Like, just there's there's parents that don't respect their kids at all. And, yes, they treat them like second-class citizens. And that that he is asking for that parenting style of just yelling. Like, never having a, a, any kind of moment with your child. Never yeah. having any kind of, like relationship or warmness like he doesn't want warmness like i want my daughter to feel comfortable coming to me with her problems i don't want her to feel like she has to hide yeah things from me and and i'm talking about I'm, i'm talking about like i mean also like like even with sex stuff if she needs advice on that if she needs advice on like anything i want her to feel comfortable coming to me i don't want her to be afraid of me Nobody has their kid on a fucking pedestal. Nobody's like walking around with their kids, like carrying their kids to their locations and dropping them off on a velvet pillow. Yeah. It's just that they're getting, they're getting equal treatment. It's just not hierarchical. It's just whatever I, you know, teach my daughter stuff because I know she doesn't know much of anything. And I answer her questions completely and I don't, disrespect her like because i don't want her to disrespect other people or think that if someone else makes a mistake that she can treat another person with like fucking hatred and vitriol and meanness right yeah you just don't want them being horrible with people so that maybe they have friends when they're old too right so that maybe they don't end up alone in life because that's what i always make sure to let i always say this to even like the trump people that i talk to like you're alone 
like I said, this is my father. Like you're basically alone because nobody wants to be around you because you're trying to hurt people with your politics are all nasty and, and shit. Well, like I even made sure to say something like that. And of course he doesn't care, but me, he cares. Everybody I gotta, cares. I got a fucking atom bomb right now. Um, so I have been seeing a therapist. I mentioned it. I've seen him a couple times now. I've had some pretty amazing breakthroughs. I feel really good in my life and it's been a great place, but he introduced me to this phrase and I think it's exactly what this guy is doing. And I came in one day real pissed off about something. I didn't know what to do. I was just mad and all this and that. And he was like, you are shooting all over yourself. Like saying over and over again, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. And then when you take it and you put it on other people, that's even stupider because mm-hmm. you have no control of other people. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like, you should be doing this. You should be doing that and telling people what they should be fucking doing. And it's like, you need to get your fucking house in order. You know, yeah, like, yeah, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's, I, always, I try to like, you're mad that the society has gone in a calmer, kinder, gentler direction. Yes. Stop fucking complaining. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing, yeah. nothing to complain about. Well, I don't think there's this like high level of disrespect with young people no. either. Like this idea that teens are more disrespectful now than they were when I was a kid is not true. 20, 20 year old people are not. It, there's not like this fucking epidemic of disrespect. The 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 reason that they f- see that is because everything that they believe is wrong and mean, and they're not just agreeing with them. These young people just aren't going to sit down and agree with somebody, right? Who I mean, certainly because they're older. Yeah, just because they're older, they, they they don't. And I think that's there's a lot they of that get- has to do with the internet because like. We were able to kind of, people were able to talk to each other and kind of realize, like, these adults don't know shit. Yeah, we got real information, too. We were able to double check all of that authoritative, made up shit they were telling us was the world was like. We were able to go and look and be like, wait a second, it looks like the government did that US backed coup. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that was, you know, we were, and I think that they're pissed because they were forced to respect stupid people that they yes. knew they were stupid. Yeah, too. yeah. Dumbasses I mean, like, you... born in the 1800s that they were told to respect that treated them like shit. And yeah. they hated every minute of it. And they didn't get to fucking say, fuck you. No. <laughs> I know. I Yeah, you're exactly right. They got... It was... Uh, so... Um... It was also clear to us, I speak, of course, in general terms, albeit accurate, that our parents' marriages were more important to them than their relationships with us. Therefore, we did not sleep in their beds or interrupt their conversations. The family meal at home was regarded as more important than after-school activities. Mom and dad talked more, a lot more, with one another than they talked with you. Go ahead. The family dinner and the activities both have to happen. Like it isn't one instead of the other, and they're not important. Like the the not the dinner's not. It's like he's saying because the thing he's saying again is taking away. Like no, you can't do after school activities because I want you to sit. I don't want to do it. I want you to be here at dinner. You right. can love your wife and your kid. This. You can love them. Right. Like in, in unlimited ways. Like again, there's not a bank of it. Right. You have all love is a made up thing and it's a feeling and it's a way that you feel about. I feel like a real cornball, like a cupid guy. I that's just how I feel. I feel like it's a thing. It's an un, it's not a limited supply thing. Yeah. I don't think it is. I've never found that I can't love more people. Right. 
<laughs> sound like a real hippie over here. Yeah. The most important. Oh, I Tree hate hugger. this. Uh, the most important person in an army is the general. The most important person in a corporation is the CEO. You know, neither of those are true, I got to say, because, like, the general is only as important as the people under him who carry out the orders. If a guy that was a general didn't have an army and he started saying, go out there and kill all those people and nobody did it, then he's not powerful at all. And uh, a CEO is not the most... We have learned yeah, we know that. <laughs> over months, that's over undercover boss and over our whole life, that CEOs are not the most important people in the company. They might be the least important people in the company. And again, that goes to what I'm trying to say about this guy's thing is like, uh, he doesn't think of things... He thinks of everything as top-down. Nothing can ever be a collection of people right. with with different sorts of relationships and ways that things work. Like, it's, like, a lot more complex. Like, the only way that these people can see the world is somebody's in charge and they're screaming I mean, yeah, I, I say <laughs> the order of everything. Yeah. And how, how I say it goes. The, yeah, I mean, the thing about the general and the CEO is that, I mean, they've already, they're already stuck in their ways and they're going to be outmoded and they don't know the most cutting edge shit because they already think they know it all. Yeah. I mean, at least with the young startup, you know, they're going to be able to adapt and live and survive longer in uh, the coming generations because they're not dipshit old people. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the most, oh yeah, I want to read this sentence so we didn't get to, for lack of pedestals, we emancipated earlier and much more successfully than have children since. And I want to, I want to address that. The, Sorry, the, the, I they said, right yeah, you, you got me. That I want to, I want to like bring that up though. That the, the, like, uh, they, they said for lack of pedestals, we emancipated earlier. Like they're moved out of their house before people now. That's because you fucked up the world and we don't make enough money to move out of the yeah. fucking house now. Everything's more expensive now. That, yeah, the price of everything has gotten out of control. Yeah, you didn't prepare the world for a person to come out. Like yeah. you, you, there's no amount of prepared I can be to get out in this shit. And everybody was forced into college. Yeah. Everybody was told to go there and funneled into it and then kicked out on their ass with a $700 a month payment, you know? Yeah. The most important thing about children is the need to prepare them properly for responsible citizenship. What a, what a weird way to look at, like, the job it's of definitely a... definitely not what we're doing here. We're not doing responsible citizenship here in America at all. Yeah. The primary objective should not be raising a straight-A student who excels at three sports, earns a spot on the Olympic swim team, goes to an A-list university, and becomes a prominent brain surgeon. The primary objective is to raise a child such that community and culture are strengthened. Our child is the most important person in our family is the first step toward raising a child who feels entitled. You don't want that. Unbeknownst to your child, he doesn't need that. And neither does America. So. Very weird. Some person's dad posts that. Though your, <laughs> throw your kid. Yeah, yeah. In front of the bullet. Yeah. Well, yeah, and he's saying, like, we don't... He basically is like, we're trying to get some mediocre fucking people out there. We need a lot of people who aren't, like, great at... Like, because he's saying, your job is just to make a person that's going to go to work every day. Yeah. And vote every fucking year. 
And then that's it. That that's your response. It's not your responsibility to make them successful right. and to help them right. give them the tools to be something right. in their life that they want to be. Don't support them into thinking they can have like a dream job or something. <laughs> we need more don't, low level type dreaming. Don't like nurture anything just because. Like, look, how much can you really nurture their their softball or their baseball skills when you have to give your wife nurturing too every yeah. once in a while? Think with about like her crafts and the stuff. The numbers like that. you got to nurture her <laughs> cricket habit. Think about the numbers. <laughs> the I like. Because just in his apartment, yeah, just, just obsessed with fucking numbers. The, he's, I gotta maximize my day. I really gotta get this shit together. <laughs> I should, like he said, like I said, he's shutting all over. I should get this shit together. Yeah, I really have to make a decision on whose needs to be nurtured. <laughs> The most. So that is the mindset of people out there. I think I think we got to take a look at a few weirdos on the yeah, internet. Yeah, like it's just a big weirdo week on Street Fight. I just people they get the weirdos got so much control. I know they just have can can do everything and anything they want. Like it just you can't get by if you're being reasonable about this shit at all. <laughs> I know. Well, no, you. It's like you can't even just you can't get by. Like, you have to do things the way that they want you to do them. Like, everything needs to be done in a certain way. And it's an old way. It's an outmoded way. And it's a stupid way. And, like, everybody, pretty much everybody out there has a better idea (laughs) than, like, what's going on now. Like, we can come up with something so much fucking better than America, than the United States, right? We can come up with so much fucking better than these leaders in these countries and shit. Like, we can come up with so much. We could spread stuff out so much if these fucking fools that bought into this like great men of history thing would just go away just fucking leave (laughs) yeah yeah shuffle off of this mortal coil is what they say right sure all right man well we need them to give us that adversity to let them know let us know we're second class citizens so we don't think we're too entitled please please I'm going to show, well, I mean, my dad does a really good job of making me feel unimportant. So. <laughs> that's true, that's true. <laughs> He's doing his job, okay? Yes, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. to emotionally cut those kids off. <laughs> cut them off right at the fucking knees. You can't, what? What are you talking about? You want to play the guitar. Your yeah. fingers don't work that way. Yeah. <sighs> you got the Quimby fingers. I don't think you're going to be able to play drums. I just don't think you'd be able to pull it off. Oh, hockey? Sports? You're uh, pff, yeah, not a sports not guy. Not going to happen. Not Probably, for you'd be horrible at sports. Right. <laughs> Actually, they did force me to play sports. That was one thing that my parents did. Yeah, heteronormative. <laughs> made enough. me play T-ball. <laughs> forced me. I was like, I don't want to play. And they were like, oh, you have to. Yeah. It's like one of the, my favorite childhood stories. And it's like a very street fight story. I guess we can close the show on a weird story. Is that my parents told me if I left my baseball glove out one more time, they were going to throw it in the trash. And I fucking hated baseball. I hated playing baseball. Uh-huh. I just wanted to hang out with my fucking friends. You know? I didn't right. want to have to leave and go do something. I want to hang out with my bad friends and my bad brother and just hang around and do bad shit. That was uh-huh. all I wanted to fucking do. Right. So I left it 
sitting on a table on purpose so it was out and right. they threw it in the trash and they were like uh we threw your baseball glove in the trash like how does that make you feel and i was like call the coach and tell him i can't play baseball anymore yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i want to know it's for real <laughs> then they got the baseball glove back out of the trash oh, and yelled at me stop stop because <laughs> yeah. then they're asking you to put on a show yeah 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 that, i mean my parents were really into like asking you to put on a show they loved a show <laughs> they, they loved, loved a show. dinner and a show. show yeah yeah i mean that's how i got kicked out like they were like you need to have a job by the end of the month and i didn't get a job and then they were like did you get a job and i was like no and they're like well and i was like all right well i guess i'm out of here and i think <laughs> right. i was supposed to do something else after yeah, that you were like, supposed <laughs> to like break down and apologize <laughs> there was like a song and dance that needed to come after that that i didn't do when i just left because i do i do get the vibe that like, I feel kicked out, but they feel like I left. I was like, you told me to leave. You told me to yeah. get out. You know, I don't put on a show. But a lot of parents, I feel like a lot of parents like to see a show of respect. Yeah. And, like, I want to see I want to see this play out in the end. Grovel. You Grovel. begged to have your baseball glove back. Yeah. And now you have it, and you'll never leave it you, out again. And that was the lesson. You appreciate baseball now. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be a professional baseball player. You could have been. Yeah. That's why I only watch fake sports. Yeah, that's true. You handle the real stuff. <laughs> All right, man. That's it. Thanks for listening to Street Fight Radio. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to come see us live, do you got the information? I don't even know if this is going to air until after that show. There are people that are watching live right now, dude. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot about you all. I'll, yeah, I'll have it in one second here. <laughs> there are people on the... Uh, I got it here. So it is December 2nd at Spring Hill Brewery. We're raising funds for the Western Pennsylvania Fund for Choice. And they're going to be presenting some info on how the Abortion Fund Network works. Uh, I'm going to try to get some sort of video going for it. Either I'll record it and broadcast it later in the week. Or maybe we'll just do a a live stream from a phone. Uh, Who knows? Uh, Check it out on, let's see, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and what's the other one? Twitch. That's the other one. You can watch uh, live streams on any of those or get it as a podcast. That's how we started. iTunes, uh, Google Play, all that good shit. If you like what you hear and you want to support us, head over to patreon.com. We also have, uh, right now, we got gumball shirts. So if you go to streetfightradio.com slash support, just click on the support tab over at streetfightradio.com. I feel like I've said a million fucking addresses. I really need to get this down to one thing. But uh, there is a link to the Street Fight store. We got gumball shirts. We also have pre-orders for the Lonnie Tunes reissue shirt in all black. Um, It's going to say Street Fight Radio on it. It's going to have Bugs and Taz as me and Brian. And uh, we're redoing it. Go to streetfightradio.com slash support to get that link to the store. Thank you for supporting us and keeping this thing going. We'll see you next week. Peace.